Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on September 24th. Can't quite read it. September 24th already, really. Um, live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That is what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles. And it's a beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce has been serving the community since 1941. It is an association of businesses, other entities, and individuals organized to encourage a strong local economy and quality of life by promoting commerce, sound government, and an informed membership and community. I'm your host, Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. This is what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the president and CEO of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. Hey, Kelly, how are you today? Good morning and happy Friday, Joe. I'm fabulous. It's fabulous Friday. I'm, I'm fabulous. Fantastic. How are you? Fabulous and fantastic. Wonderful, wonderful, doing wonderful, uh, having a uh, very nice day today up here in Oregon, in Salem, Oregon. It's a wonderful day. Beautiful. Nice. You know, I called it <laughs> fabulous Friday. You were supposed to say it's fantastic Friday. I'm fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. A little, a there was literary. a fantastic in there. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Um, what's well, going on? Did, yeah. Did you have a you know a busy week? Um, anything you know interesting happen in your life? We've had a, a busy one down here. So before I take over. And you know, uh, <laughs> share share what's going on because I kind of you know my enthusiasm takes over. I don't yes. mean to take yes. over, well, but the enthusiasm I, and all the action of Manhattan Beach takes over. Action, action, action! I'm action. I'm very uh, much happy. This is uh, this is a time when I can start talking about the fact that I've I've started a new job. I'm working at a company mm-hmm. called Block. Damon, D-A-E-M-O-N, Block Damon, Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, it's wonderful um, to be with an organization that uh, is growing, is, you know, seen in the marketplace as important. Uh, We spin up, Mm -hmm. you know, nodes of blockchains uh, for people that want them and take care of them and, and monitor them, and that's what we do, and, and it's, it's great. I love it. It's very interesting. Um, <laughs> I have no idea about anything you just mentioned, but it sounds fascinating. Okay. 
Uh, I'm yeah. not a blockchain person, but that's why we have people like <laughs> you, Joe. <laughs> um, oh my goodness. Well, um, it's been busy as always down here, and uh, we had a nice little earthquake in town this yes. week that yes. uh, made everybody kind of jump off the sofa and you know run <laughs> to the middle of the house or something. Um, is you know centered just um, shy of Manhattan Beach and Carson, and uh, it was it was nice. It made us all kind of take note. So. Yeah, it reminded me to refresh um, the batteries in my flashlight, <laughs> you know, and yeah. all those good things. Yeah. So, um, uh, anyways, um, that you know, got us going. Gave us a little, excuse my, you know, the pun, but a jolt of energy. So, um, there you go. <laughs> but it's been a busy week as always here at the chamber. Man, it just never, ever slows down. Um, there are several things happening this weekend. Several things happening the next couple of weekends. Um, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. I do, I do not sing, but we could queue up Annie if you wanted. Um, is <laughs> our last? <laughs> you got that. That took you a few seconds. Um, mm-hmm. uh, tomorrow is the last outdoor movie of the season. We partner with Street Food Cinema. Uh, and the West Drift, beautiful West Drift Hotel in Manhattan Beach, and do outdoor movies on the golf course. There's plenty of fresh air. There's plenty of room to spread out. They even have little pods you can reserve if you want kind of your own little circle pod, um, if that makes mm-hmm. you, you know, feel comfortable. Um, there is a vaccinated-only section, um, even though we are outside, so uh, we've gone to great lengths to make sure, you know, guests feel very comfortable. And they have options of where they'd like to sit. You bring your own beach chair or your blanket, and you spread out on the grass. Um, there are food trucks galore um, to get delicious food. The West Drift has a bar set up. Or you can bring your own picnic for your from your house, too. Dogs are even allowed. Yeah. So t- the movie tomorrow is one of my favorites, The Addams Family, the original one. The Addams Family movie. Oh. Um, such a fun movie getting us in the mood for fall and Halloween can you believe Halloween is literally five weeks away that's just crazy it's it's September 24th Um, where did September go where did the year go it is truly it has gone so quickly so very excited come out bring the family Bring your friends, come alone, bring the dog, whatever you would like to do. If you want to dress up like, you know, Morticia or Lurch or Pugsley, be my guest. Um, There's always people who wear costumes. It's super fun. There's entertainment. There's pre-movie entertainment. And it's just really a fun way um, to enjoy the outdoors and and a fun movie. So tomorrow at the Westra, the gates open at 530. Um, you can go to streetfoodcinema.com and purchase tickets. You can show up and purchase tickets, or you can go onto the manhattanbeachchamber.com website, and we'll link you over to the Street Food Cinema website. So tomorrow night, Adam's right. Family, um, Gates Open at 530, movie starts at uh, 8 o'clock. Okay, and then another fun thing we have tomorrow is we will be – celebrating the one-year anniversary of a business that dared to open during the pandemic, a hair salon at that. Yeah. God bless them. Hair salons and, like, you know, um, personal services were shut down the most of any sector. 
devastated. I mean, just it, it, just crazy. More than I mean, just people. It's kind of like a silent little sector that has not had enough attention. Uh, Mikel Coiffer opened up a year ago. Um, we were never able to do a ribbon cutting for them, and they were closed. I think for the first nine months of uh, just crazy. They are celebrating their one-year anniversary tomorrow at 5 p.m. Everybody is welcome to come in downtown Manhattan Beach, right, just shy of the corner of 13th and Highland. Um, they're above the little Yaya store and right next to Sugarfish. So come out, yeah. um, have fun. Their salon is gorgeous. It has ocean views. It's just beautiful. They're going to be pampering people and having a little fun reception. So if you're in downtown or around the area, please stop by. Um, and just check it out and um, really, you know, <laughs> Kelly, but it's fun to celebrate. Do, do, it's fun to celebrate business right now. Do, do they have a story to tell? Um, how did they survive? Because, right. How? How? Well, mm-hmm. well they, they survived the same way that every other hair salon survived. Um, mm. and, you know, that that's a story. There's creative mm. business and mm. stories and, Cutting hair outside on decks and in garages and you know everywhere else. Do you know that was the number one phone call to the city when um, everything was shut down? Is when can you reopen the salons? All sorts of particularly <laughs> women were calling, uh, you know, needing their hair cut and colored. It was pretty funny. You talk to any councilman, they'll say mm-hmm. that was that topped the charts even over the beaches being closed. So, anyways, mm. they're open. They're making people beautiful, and we are going to celebrate their one-year anniversary. Also, tomorrow, um, all day, is the Downtown Manhattan Beach um, Car Show. Um, this is a partnership with the Manhattan Beach Police Department and the K9 Foundation. All funds that are raised, there's you know auction items, what have you, um, benefit that the K9 Foundation here in Manhattan Beach which helps pay um, for those fabulous canine officers that we have that are utilized all the time um, on calls. And it's it, really a special time. But the cars, there's hundreds of cars, old-fashioned, interesting, new, right. I mean, just really, really fun that line the bottom part of Manhattan Beach Boulevard and Manhattan Avenue. Um, the streets will be closed off down there, so don't expect to park down there. Uh, come in early, ride, walk, um, but come to downtown Manhattan Beach to check out um, the car show. There's over 200 really unique vehicles. Um, they usually bring out some of the police vehicles also, like the old-fashioned ones and the SWAT cars and stuff, too, so the kids can enjoy that. And um, There's going mm-hmm. to be um, dog adoptions happening by the Skechers building and uh, the Bob's store, which is a part of Skechers. So um, come down, uh, support the K9 Foundation, meet some furry friends. You just might go home with fun because there are dog adoptions going on. So beware. Um, you might be fostering a puppy as of tomorrow night. Um, right. So that is fun. And then, um, of course, next weekend, um, gearing up. Oh, actually, we have another new business opening Today, uh, Kate Lester Home has a couple locations in the South Bay, um, Hermosa Beach in, uh, in Redondo, and now they're opening up a location in Manhattan Beach. So Kate Lester Home, beautiful interior furnishings and, and accents. Um, they're opening up at 1014 Manhattan Avenue. So, again, let's celebrate these businesses, whether they've been open for a year, 
20 years or just opening up, um, they all deserve a round of applause. So new business, um, celebrations and canines and cars. And then next weekend, everybody, buckle up. Next weekend is the annual hometown fair and the Manhattan uh, 10K race. Can you believe it? Back in its glory. Um, last year, you know, it had to be virtual. And uh, the race was, I mean, everything. It was just, you know, we're back. And that is next weekend already. It's always the first weekend in October. I know we said it earlier, but I just can't believe it's it's October. So, um, right. everybody's been calling asking about that. Yes, it's on, and yes, it is next Saturday and Sunday. The 10K is early Saturday morning. You can still register at MB10K uh, or go to Village Runner on Sepulveda, mm-hmm. and um, the fair is open all day on Saturday and Sunday. So that is what is happening around the chamber and in Manhattan Beach. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I can't wait. The hometown fair. Oh, I know. Never a dull moment. And, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's exciting. Um, just like everything yeah. else, getting, you know, back to normal. School's back in. Mm-hmm. Parents yeah. are plotting. <laughs> um, <laughs> my my younger son is doing his last class. He will be a college graduate by December. I am so excited. So, um, you know, everybody yeah. is making a lot of progress, and we are slowly getting back to normal. So, anywho, um, shall we get okay. into our our guest today, our returning guest today? Please, let's do that. I can't wait, and we have. Anne, and who else do we have? We have Andrea Sala. (laughs) We uh, we have returning guests from El Camino College and El Camino College Foundation, Andrea Sala, the Executive Director, and her colleague, Anne O'Brien, the Executive Director of Marketing Communications uh, for the college. Two wonderful ladies um, that have been with us before, but let me give a a brief um, introduction to both in case we have new listeners. Um, Hopefully we do. Um, Andrea Sala is the Executive Director of the El Camino College Foundation whose mission is to develop community relationships and raise funds to support students' success in education and life. Sala has been in fundraising, development, marketing, and public relations for over 30 years. Prior to joining El Camino College and the El Camino College Foundation, she was the executive director of the Palos Verdes Peninsula Education Foundation, where she increased the donation to the Palos Verdes Peninsula Unified School District from 700000 annually in 2001 to $3.4 million annually by 2015. Well done. Um, as the Associate Vice President for Advancement at CSU Dominguez Hills, Sala received the largest gift in the university's history of $1 million from the Annenberg Foundation to fund an endowment for a STEM faculty member. Amazing. Uh, Sala grew up in the South Bay and graduated from CSU Long Beach with a degree in journalism and public relations and a minor in marketing. She's an active volunteer having served on the board of Vampires, PTA, Peninsula Education Foundation, and the National Charity League, otherwise known as NCL. She is currently a member of the Peninsula Committee Children's Hospital, raising funds for Children's Hospital Los Angeles. She currently lives in Rolling Hills Estates with her husband, Jim. Their three adult children live from California to Nebraska to Florida. Wow. 
Um, and we are so pleased mm-hmm. to have Andrea joining us back today. With her is Anne O'Brien. Um, Anne is on the board of the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce, also serves on our inclusion committee, and just um, a lovely addition also to the chamber. Uh, she is the executive director of marketing and communications for El Camino College, whose mission is to make a positive difference in people's lives. Anne has more than 30 years of experience in communications, specializing in brand management, marketing, media relations, crisis communications, digital media, and event and fundraising support. Prior to joining El Camino College, Anne served for 19 years as director of marketing and communications for Torrance Memorial Medical Center, uh, a 470-bed nonprofit medical center, thousands of individuals and families annually. While with Torrance Memorial, Anne was responsible for managing the communications for the opening of the Lundquist Tower, a massive new hospital on Lomita Boulevard. This project represented years of preparation and culminated in numerous community events, media placements, and choreographed day-long move of medical units and patients into the facility. I'm impressed that it was only one day that took to move all that. Uh, Anne earned her associate's degree from El Camino College and transferred to Cal, uh, Cal State University Northridge, where she earned a bachelor's degree in journalism and a minor in history. Active in her community, Anne serves on the El Camino Foundation Board of Directors, as well as our Board of Directors here at the Chamber. She also formerly served on the Board of Youth for First Lutheran Church in Manhattan Beach. Born and raised in South Bay, Anne continues to call the Beach City's home, living in Manhattan Beach with her husband and two teenage sons who attend Manhattan Beach Unified Schools. Welcome back to the show, ladies. We are so glad you were able to join us on this Friday. Thank you, Thank Kelly. Kelly. And I think that's you. It sounds like we're, we're losing you just a little bit, like your reception is just a little bit off. But I think I heard congratulations. So I'm just going to say thank you. <laughs> um, yes. I, hope I, can, I hope you can hear me now. Yes, that was a congratulations. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yes, we can hear you better now. So thank you so much. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with El Camino College, we're just a short drive down Manhattan Beach Boulevard, just to the east of uh, Manhattan Beach, very close for our uh, residents in the beach cities to attend. Um, we have just been growing, growing, growing over the years, and we're very excited to serve our community. Now, Anne, we're we're still having a little uh, technical difficulties with your connection. Um, would it be possible for you to call back in? Yes, I can do that. Um, do I you think wanna... that might be better. What? Okay. Do you want to give me a phone number to call on? What's the best? Yes. Area code 714. Area code okay. 714-242-5. Two eight eight. Okay, great. I'll call right in. Thank you. Okay, thank you. So in the meantime, while Anne is calling back in, do you want me to fill you in a little bit about what's happening at El Camino and she can jump in when she gets back on? Absolutely. Okay. So I think she was starting by telling everyone where we're located, and we are actually on Manhattan Beach Boulevard, so that's, that's a great um, address for us. And um, right, you know, just adjacent to Manhattan Beach, we serve 
The South Bay communities of El Segundo, Manhattan Beach, Hermosa Beach, Redondo Beach, Torrance, Inglewood, Hawthorne, Lenox, and Lawndale. So we have a lot of cities in our district, and we are considered a one-district community, uh, one-college community college district, whereas Los Angeles Community College has multiple schools. We only have El Camino, which makes it a little easier to manage. And um, we have, um, like Ann was saying, we've grown. Uh, we, we have about 30,000 uh, students that attend El Camino. Um, we have, I think, greatly weathered the pandemic and are, are moving forward with that. We are currently um, not in session. Uh, we're only online uh, still. We have about 30% um, of classes are actually on campus, which include the hands-on learning classes like nursing and the fire academy, the um, construction technology, auto technology, our science labs are all now back on campus. But most of our learning is still online as we navigate getting students back on campus. Um, mm -hmm. I know Anne wants to talk a little bit. Are you back? Uh, yeah, I am. Can you hear me? I can't. Yeah, yeah, much better. Very well. Much better. Oh, good. So I was good. just. I, I, was, that was I, just was, I filled everyone in on our our district and who we serve, our population, and um, I I touched briefly on the fact that we're about our um, fall online learning versus in classroom, mm -hmm. and I was mm -hmm. just going to say that you wanted to talk a little bit about our most exciting news, which is our new president, Dr. Brenda Thames. Perfect setup. Thanks, Andrew. Appreciate that. Yeah, You're we're welcome. very excited. We have a brand new superintendent president, Dr. Brenda Thames. She started July 1, so she's been quickly getting up to speed with um, meeting our other superintendents in the district, our principals, our elected officials, um, you know, going out and visiting our first responders. So we, I've had a lot of fun taking her out um, into the community and um, getting her acquainted with everyone. So she came from, uh, she was the president of West Hills Coalinga up in Modesto, and she has quite a background of um, education. I think you guys will be very impressed. UC Berkeley, USC, and I think, uh, Joe, you might enjoy this, um, the o Oregon State University. She also attended yeah. the, um, yeah, I know, right, um, Harvard University Institute um, and UC Davis. So her background is just super impressive. So we've been, um, it's been fun to see her getting to know our students. She's very hands-on as far as going out onto the campus. We do have some students, as Andrew mentioned, um, you know, attending class at El Camino, which is very exciting. It's so nice to see students back on campus. So she is um, very uh, excited about meeting students where they, uh, where they are and what their needs are. So she did a, um, a really nice video for our brand-new students this fall. And, you know, it was very sweet the way she – you know, she's new, they're new, let's get to know each other together. And she has a very open-door policy. She welcomes any students, anyone really, into her office at any time to talk to her about, you know, how they're feeling about being a college student, whether they're returning or um, brand new to the college, you know, straight out of high school. So it's been, been a very exciting summer for us. <laughs> <laughs> As you can imagine, joining joining a college at the end of a well, I'm I'm going to call it the end of a pandemic, yeah. and coming to campus when there's no students, and she's she's in mm. her office every day and has been in her office since she got there in July, and she said like for the summer she would look out her window and there was no one there, and now all of a sudden she sees students and it it really makes her happy. So 
we're, we're anxious to get everybody back to campus. Yes, we are mm-hmm. indeed. Mm-hmm. So in, and to expedite, sorry, Joe, did you have a question? <laughs> no, please, go on. Oh, okay, great. Um, well, to expedite that and really um, to ensure the safety of our students and our staff, I wanted to let the um, listeners know that our Board of Trustees on September 7th mandated a COVID-19 vaccination for all staff that's effective in November and then effective in January for all students. So we really wanted to ensure that, um, you know, when people are coming to campus, they, they feel comfortable being there and being in classrooms. Because over the winter session, we're going to bring back 50% of our courses in person, so we're very excited about that. And in the spring, we're going to ramp that up to 75%. So the mm-hmm. campus will start to feel like, like we're used to seeing, like at all the schools, right? But students connecting with each other in person, but in a really safe way. So we're very excited about that mm-hmm. as well. Wow. That's, that's a big step. Uh, that's a very big mm-hmm. step, uh, Anne. And I'm, I'm just mm-hmm. great to hear that. I mean, I know it's, it's a tough decision. It means a lot of people, families will have to make that decision. Um, you know, those that are still reticent about getting the vaccine, but, but on balance though, it makes the, the entire environment safe for everyone. It does. It does indeed. And I think what we've learned is, you know, many of our students have extended family, young children, you know, some children mm-hmm. who can't get the vaccine. So just I think mm-hmm. we're able to create that safe environment for as many people as possible. It just helps everyone out in the long run. So that's, um, right. yeah, so we're excited about that. Um, and just, you know, having people, we had an event last week um, that was par- partially in person, partially by by Zoom, which I should point out, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to lose our, our, Zoom, our Zoom connection with students because we found that, and our staff, that it's a great way for more people to connect. And I think the more ways in which we can do that, um, the better. You know, it just... If you're, again, out of the area like you are, Joe, it's just you can just zoom right in and, and connect mm-hmm. with people. So, But we did have Club Rush last week in person on campus, and it was great to see um, students just checking out, you know, new things they can learn about and, and ways to um, get involved. Um, we have a eSports club that's super popular, as you can imagine. That's really a, um, you know, growing field. So that table was packed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you know the gamers are they love they love all manner of of games gaming, so I know I can speak from personal experience there as I watch my kids but but yeah, it's great to see um students connecting in person i I'm curious right. and um do you guys do you have a sense or staff on oh, what percentage of the popul- um uh, student population is already vaccinated well those we've um I don't have that percentage right off the top of my head, but of those staff and students we have surveyed, um, yes, the number was pretty high for staff. I want to say close to 75%. Um, the students were a little lower. I think, you know, just that generation is, um, you know, they're just kind of thinking about whether or not that's the right decision for them. So I'm not totally sure about that, but um, of those who were surveyed, they did feel comfortable coming to campus if people were vaccinated. So that led our decision in, and our board more um, 
to go that route. So we never make decisions without, you know, input from our, our community. It's really important that we get their, um, you know, direction on what they feel is comfortable for the college. Sure. And we have been we have been offering vaccination clinics on campus, so students mm-hmm. can come to campus and get their vaccination right there on campus. Mm-hmm. How did you know that was mm-hmm. my next question? That was exactly what oh. I was going to say. Beat you to it. Are those uh, great minds think alike, Andrea? Um, <laughs> how often are you still offering those clinics, and how often are those offered? Yes, we are still offering them. We will continue to offer them. And every time we hold an event on campus, like Club Resh, or we're actually going to do a college night, which I don't know if Ann's going to talk about later, but I'll talk about Mm -hmm. it now. We're going to do a college night Mm -hmm. coming up in person on campus, and we will also offer it then. Um, We Mm -hmm. have a check-in system on campus where you you have to register online, then you get to campus, you have to go to a kiosk, you get a bracelet every day, they take your temperature. So we're being super safe about having people on campus, but we also want to, when we get them there, offer the vaccination so that we can be even safer going forward. Yeah, thanks, Andrew, for making that point. It's, you know, just there's so many measures in place to, you know, make people feel safe when they come to campus. So, yes, we encourage um, all our students to come and get, it's the J&J, so it's one and done, and they're able to just go on their way. And it's offered during the hours of our student health services um, when they're open. So, and those hours are on our website, so they're um, more than welcome to check that out. That's fantastic. Make, make it easy on mm-hmm. everybody. Exactly. How, uh, let's talk about enrollment. How, how is enrollment? You know, uh, the numbers, um, you know, soft. I mean, are people still reticent to come back? Or, you know, how has the pandemic affected your current, you know, fall 2021 um, mm-hmm. enrollment numbers? Well, I, you know, I can't lie. It's been really difficult for our students. You know, they're – um, you know, a lot of them are essential workers. They're caring for young children. They're caring for, um, you know, extended families. So they've been they've struggled through the pandemic. Um, so our enrollment's down a little bit, but you know, we're confident that the more we can offer in person, um, you know, that'll that'll shoot back up. We have heard that, um, you know, early on they had a lot of our students um, had technology um, issues. So we wanted to supply laptops and mobile Wi-Fi uh, hotspots, so that helped a lot. But, yeah, they, um, you know, they've, and sometimes they've had to choose work over school, unfortunately. So we're hoping as the economy gets better and stronger, you know, we're able to, um, you know, be an option for our students so they can, you know, earn more money and, you know, get a certificate quicker. You know, not all of our offerings are transfers. Sometimes, you know, adult students might want to change careers. We have a lot of opportunities at the college for um, students to, you know, just earn more income in a quicker way. Um, and so, yeah, it's been a challenge, though, Kelly, honestly. And we're just, you know, I think Andrew might want to touch upon, you know, the emergency fund. Um, The foundation did create an emergency fund right last in March of 2020 when, um the pandemic was really, you know, gaining speed and, and campus was shutting down. And it was um, one of the, I don't know, uh, I guess most significant things I think I've done in fundraising because we students would have to apply. And the stories we heard about 
I lost my job. Mm. My parents lost their job. I, we're, I'm home in an apartment with, you know, all my siblings. We're all buying for the Internet. My parents are working from home. I, I mean, it just, you know, our rent is due. We don't know where to, you know, we don't have any money. And it was just student after student after student. It was it was really pretty horrific. And we, we raised mm. um, several hundred thousand dollars within a few months. It was It was really people, they wanted to help. And so it was our our community at El Camino, our supporters, our donors, the local community, um, people. Manhattan Beach Rotary did a huge drive for our Warrior Pantry. Um, people wanted to help, you know, with with any way they could. So we were cutting checks as soon as you know, as fast as we could to students to help them just buy food and 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 just you know get to the next to the next step of, of what was going to happen. So um, it, it was pretty intense, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad to say that we're on the other side of that now, and, you know, we're, we're looking forward to the future and, and bringing students back on campus, positivity, helping them get back in school, stay in school. We, we, the foundation gives hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in scholarships to, to keep our students in school, and so we're, we're really looking forward to the future and getting, you know, really through the pandemic, bringing students back to campus safely. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to segue into something positive and happy. Um, <laughs> in January, we are going to we are going to start celebrating El Camino's 75th anniversary. So we have mm-hmm. been serving the South Bay community for 75 years and it's we're going to um, do a year long celebration and um, hoping that everyone's going to be ready to meet in person. And um, we have a lot of fun activities planned um, on March 4th at the very own West, West Drift in Manhattan Beach. We'll be holding a 75th anniversary gala with our Distinguished Alumni and Gratitude Awards dinner, uh, which we hold every other year where we honor distinguished alumni and community and business supporters who have supported the foundation and we're going to tie that in with a big fun party for our 75th anniversary so look for more news on that we've just um determined who our awardees will be but i can't tell you because i haven't told them yet so um (laughs) look for that announcement in the next week or so and i will just give you a little a little tidbit that we are going to honor one of the groups in manhattan beach can't tell you who it is but um, we'll be honoring one of your very own Manhattan Beach um, organizations at our gala on March 4th, 2022. And then Anne wants to tell you a little bit more about what we're going to do on campus to celebrate our 75th. Yeah, thank you. Great segue. And I love it. We can't know until next week. She's killing me. Um, So for our 75th anniversary, we're excited to plan a community event. So we want our you know, all our friends in South Bay to come and see the college firsthand. So many new buildings on campus, and it's just gorgeous. So we're also going to have, um, you know, uh, events for our faculty and our staff um, and, our, and their families. Um, it's going to be nice to be together and, you know, enjoy some just fun activities. We hope to do um, a movie night also on, either on campus or at our nearby Rhodium. So we're, we're just really in the preliminary stages of planning these events. When I was on campus as a student, um, you know, I just, I, when I talk with students today and I just remember those feelings of, you know, it's, it's your first time setting foot on a college campus and you're a little unsure of your next step. But, you know, as our president, our new president, Thames likes to share with students, you know, find, a, find one person in your class to connect with. You know, if you're, 
find one um, faculty member just at, at a minimum. And then, you know, when you might want to, you might feel like you don't want to come to class that day, you know that there's someone there who would miss you. And I think that that's really, um, you know, her vision going forward is just keep making those connections with people because that's going to keep you grounded in your goals and it's going to um, just, you know, you're going to build that connection with others. So you, you want to keep coming back. And, um, you know, I still have friends that I met on the campus of El Camino a long, long time ago. I won't say what year, but, and we just, you know, celebrate those memories because, you know, you never forget, never forget. So. And and I do think too, Anne, like you said, when you come to El Camino, not only like, you know, find somebody, you know, join a club, get involved, a do um associated mm-hmm. student organization, you know, try to get involved in something. But I do think that we have a lot of amazing student resources on the campus mm-hmm. for students to help them be successful from our counselors, admissions when they first walk in the door, financial aid. Um, you know, just just the resources that we have that that make students mm-hmm. successful and help them. You know, the guided pathways program that you know ensures that when the minute they come to the campus, they get an educational plan that helps them plan, so they're not taking classes that that don't make a difference in their major or to transfer. Right. So I think exactly. we have a lot of people who want to show the warrior pride and and want to make our students. I mean, I think that's what everyone on campus is all about, is, is making our students successful, giving them the resources they need, whether it's tutoring or, you know, an honors transfer program or something like that. Um, another student resource that I mentioned earlier was is the Warrior Pantry, um, mm-hmm. which um, helps students who are um, suffering with food insecurities and their families. Um, and we've just recently, yeah, that- we have a, go ahead, Ann. Oh, I was just going to say the Warrior Pantry is really cool because it was established by students, for students, um, three years ago, and it's just grown exponentially. I mean, the the value in the pandemic was just really wonderful. We offer that for our athletes as well as our veterans. Uh, we also created a warrior closet, so if students need to, you know, find a suit or shoes or whatnot to go on an interview, they're, they're totally prepared, and that's um, been a really wonderful um, service for our students. But I also want to touch upon one of our really um, most successful um, cohorted, we call them cohorts, so students, you know, were kind of followed through their time in El Camino, but set the South Bay Promise. So we started that um, about, what, what would you say, uh, Andrea, it was, five it, years it was, ago or so? It, it was 2014, and it started with seven students. Mm-hmm. And this year we enrolled 1,495 students in the wow. South Bay Promise. So that's yeah, so that's two years of free college for high school graduates. And originally it was just, you know, two our, for our district, the districts we serve, but it's open to all community or high school students, rather, in, in California. And so we have seen more than 200 different high school students come to the South Bay Promise this fall. And that's pretty, I mean, that's mm-hmm. students coming out of the area to attend our college because of, you know, the exceptional curriculum faculty and, um, you know, excellent outcomes. So that is a really, um, I, you know, to all your listeners, please, please look into the South Bay Promise. You won't regret it. There's right. 11 mm-hmm. different support programs that the South Bay Promise students can join to, um, you know, just stay involved and get that extra 
educational support they need. You know, anywhere from there's programs called the first year experience. So clearly that's, mm-hmm. you know, first year, of, you know, it's pretty obvious, um, but there's programs for athletes, um, uh, foster youth, STEM. just a number of different STEM. STEM thank you. Yep. STEM. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the South Bay Promise has been um, just a really valuable tool for, for us and our students. Um, and that's and amazing. So, I'm sorry, go ahead, Andrea. I was just going to say the goal of the South Bay Promise is um, not only just the the free college, which is awesome, but it's also free college and we want you to be successful. So you're going to come here, we're going to surround you with love, we're going to give you extra counseling, we're going to put you in a cohort so you're learning with like your peers in STEM or your peers in, you know, whatever your major might be. And then it's also getting you finished. In, in, in a two-year period. So you do have to enroll as a full-time student, but the goal mm-hmm. of the program is that you're not in community college for six years. We want you to get in mm-hmm. and we want you to get out. Not that we don't love you, but we, we want you to be successful <laughs> and go go forward and conquer, either transfer to a four-year university or go out in the workforce with a certificate. And that is, the, is, yeah. is you know, not only the free part, which we talk about a lot because that's very important, but it's the success part that we also want to make sure people know is that the goal is to be successful and, 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 and move you forward. As exactly. exactly. Yeah, it's fantastic. So in eight years, or uh, seven years, you've gone from seven students in 2014 to 1,495 now. That's, right. that's remarkable. Uh, and I, yeah. do you also provide, if they need it, laptops? Or a device mm-hmm. for them also? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kelly, yes. I'm so glad yes. you mentioned that. <laughs> actually, actually the, the El Camino Foundation raised money for laptops specifically for the South Bay Promise students because what we were learning when they were transferring to El Camino from their high school is that a lot of the high schools in our district actually supply technology for their students while they're in high school. And then they graduate and they come to college and they don't have a laptop. They don't have the resources to, to buy that. And so we, we have a laptop loan program. So if you come into the South Bay Promise program, you can, you can borrow a laptop for the two years that you're there. And if you apply for a scholarship and you get a scholarship, sometimes you can use your scholarship to purchase your own laptop so that when you transfer, you, you have a laptop as well. So, yes, we do furnish laptops for those students. That's okay. That's fantastic. And I, I just want to go. I want to go back for one moment and clarify: um, is is the Warrior Pantry the same as the food pantry that you were activating during the? Uh, we say we keep saying during the pandemic, even though we're in the pandemic still. But in the heat of the beginning of the pandemic, are those the same programs or are those different uh, food pantries? Same it's program. The same food pantry. Yep. Same program. So we began right. okay. it um, in 2018, but it just, yeah, you know, grew, grew so fast during the pandemic. So when, right. when the pandemic and, and began. Then, and then the Warrior, warrior Closet is um, a program clothing. to accept, yeah, uh, gently uh, gently used. Are you taking new, do, new donations or, like, gently used business clothes from people in the community? Both. Yes. Both. Mm-hmm. Oh. All of that. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, and Kelly, just, just to clarify, when the Warrior Pantry was established, it was actually on campus in, a, in, a, in the, an office. So you would have to walk on mm-hmm. campus. But when the pandemic hit, they, they moved it from that to a drive-through setup. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they moved it. it um, it's, it's right off of Manhattan Beach Boulevard. And students can drive through. So there's no contact. Everybody's masked. And so they literally would have, hand them a bag of food. 
And Mm -hmm. um, so we we pivoted, the the most famous word right now, from walking Mm -hmm. onto campus to get your food to driving through um, a drive-through pickup so that we could still serve students through the Warrior Pantry. So it is the same program, but um, Mm -hmm. it just, we made it more COVID safe. Sure. Mm-hmm. And is it, is it still in that state of a drive-through type of program, or are you mm-hmm. back into uh, the building with it? And the reason I ask, it's still a drive-through. I, I should, mm-hmm. It's still drive-through. Okay. okay. And, and does mm-hmm. it happen like every certain Saturday or something, or what? Because and Rotary, uh, we had this mm-hmm. conversation in our Rotary board meeting on uh, Wednesday evening um, about exactly these two things that came up again in our conversation. So. Um, I'm selfishly asking because then I can go right back and say, hey, I got the answer. <laughs> uh, um, <yeah>. But <laughs> it, 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 they are they do take donations. The Manhattan Beach Rotary has been very supportive. Um, your members doing food drives, personally donating. They've been really incredible. But it, it, it's, it is the same program. Um, we do accept donations. There's actually a list online. If you if you go to our website and look at Warrior Pantry, there is a list of like the most popular non-perishable items and toiletries that can be donated mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and we you know of course we also take financial donations which they use to go purchase food you know we work with the la food bank we work with food for less uh, you know all um our local resources to stock the pantry but of course we mm-hmm. love it free with donations um is is really yeah. great and you know with the holidays coming up and thanksgiving and then the holiday season um, it's even more important to be able to to have these students um, get food, and and you know yeah. they they can't be hungry. Yeah. No, nope. no. Uh, you can't uh, learn yeah. when you're hungry. Uh, I was just just gonna say that. I was gonna say the exact same thing. Okay, so um, I've got it, and we can maybe talk a little bit more offline about some of that too. I know we were trying to um, plan and start ramping up um, to um, assist that program again. But um, <laughs> can we jump over to and you are. Um, Thankfully, on our in, uh, inclusion committee at the Manhattan Beach Chamber that we formed um, a little bit, oh, almost a year and a half ago, and um, we've made great strides in the business community in Manhattan Beach, but I know you guys have, you know, uh, a huge focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion at El Camino College. Can you, um, both of you, fill us in a little bit, you know, what, what is happening and what you guys are doing at El Camino College with that? Absolutely. Thank you for asking. Um, yes, we started um, after the death of George Floyd, a President's Committee on Race and Equity. And so that committee has been, one school was in session last year, met frequently to talk about these very important issues and actually partnered with the um, USC Center on Race and Equity to offer a number of e-convenings. I'm so sorry, excuse me. Uh, e-convenings on subjects around um, that as well as how to infuse those topics into curriculum and our academic senate actually recently um, is working on an initiative to do that as well in our classrooms because we we recognize that you know we need to be talking about these subjects with our students because they need to feel that they belong on our campus so it's very important for us as um, as an institution to ensure that you know that diversity, equity, and inclusion inclusion conversation continues, not just past the terrible things that happened early in 2020, but going forward so it becomes, you know, um, a part of our daily conversation. So, um, yes, our president is very involved in the, um, the new work that's happening in the fall. So being new herself, um, you know, the 
committee went quiet during the summer. No one's, you know, in, we're not in session in a big way then, but that's just starting to ramp back up in the fall. So I imagine we'll have some new announcements coming out of that um, in short order. And, and so they've also mm-hmm. identified space on campus for a new social justice center, which yes. I think mm-hmm. will be really important for our students. And um, they're currently in need of furniture and all kinds of things for that social justice mm-hmm. center where when students are back on campus, they have a space to go and hang out and be together. And um, I think that'll be a, a great improvement on our campus. Yes, they're also looking for the donations for that as well. So right. we're very excited um, about that. And, right, and the right, dialogue around creating that center is very student-centered. So they're involved in the planning of it very actively. So That's fantastic. Okay, we have about 10 minutes left. Uh, I, I know mm-hmm. you guys probably have something else up your sleeve, other things that you want to share with us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes. What haven't we touched on that you want to cover in the, ne- in the next 10 minutes? I wanted to make sure that, um, let's see, well, um, to really uh, very excited about, you know, it's ironic that we're on today um, because we actually launched our brand new elcamino.edu website today. So I invite everyone to go and experience that. Um, That's been a project that's been 18 months in the works, um, you know, surveying our, our students, our constituents, our staff and faculty about how we can um, serve our, our new and, you know, existing students in a, in a way that really responds to what they need. So very excited about that today. Um, but I also wanted to invite um, you, Kelly, and, and your listeners to attend the um, College of State of the College on November 5th. This is the third annual event, and it's um, we invite corporate partners and um, our constituents to learn about what's happening in our economy as we support the development of the workforce. So each year we touch upon, you know, a different theme. Um, In the past we talked about manufacturing. Uh, We had um, the digital arts was a very popular subject. Um, We want to create, you know, an event that is really meaningful to our business community so that they're learning what is happening in the economy, um, particularly, you know, as we kind of come out of this post-pandemic situ- pandemic situation, that they know, um, you know, and we know, we, we talk to our, our corporate partners about, you know, what is it that you need to build your workforce for the future? So we're very excited about that event coming up. Um, and Andrea, would you like to add anything to that? No, I just, I hope everybody can join us. Um, we're still contemplating whether we're going to be in person on campus or via Zoom, um, you know, mm-hmm. things are, we're not, we're not positive, but um, we did hold an event on campus recently um, for the superintendents and principals of our local um, feeder school districts. We were outside on the patio, everybody wore a mask, and it was great, and it was so nice to see people in person. So we're really mm-hmm. hoping that this could be an in-person event on campus, um, but it, it is a great way to, we're going to um, have our, our new president, Dr. Thames you know, meet her and get to know her a little bit. And then, of course, like Ann said, talk about our future and, and what that looks like in the South Bay and what our workforce is going to look like at, coming out of this. I'm just, I'm being positive, coming out of this global pandemic. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But I, I also, yeah, so um, so we invite everybody to come to that. We'll we'll be sending invitations and such. Um, and um, I can I can I share some funny kind of news with you guys? <laughs> 
Yeah, um, yeah. We we have so our our beautiful new campus, and you'll have to come visit us soon. Um, you know, we we have a new stadium, we have a new aquatic facility, we have a new gymnasium, um, mm. lots of construction. Thanks to our community in supporting us with our bond measures, so that we can beautify and renovate our campus and make it, you know, current in the 21st century. But because of that, we've had a lot of interest in filming on our campus. So um, <laughs> right before the Summer Olympics, um, NBC came on campus and filmed the Jonas Brothers on our campus in the gym and also out on the, um, the field. And they were trained by Olympic athletes. And then they, the Jonas Brothers went out and did all the Olympic sports and kind of had their own. It was, a, a, of course, a promotion for the Olympics. So um, if, if you saw that or you can go and, and, and stream it and watch it, you can see our gym. It specifically says El Camino College. So that was really fun. And people were all over social media saying, I think I saw a Jonas brother at El Camino. What is going on? <laughs> so that was kind of fun. Um, and then we've had a, a number of, of major brands come to campus um, and do photo shoots, Nike, T-Mobile, Target, Athleta, and Gap. Um, have all done um, photo shoots mostly in our um, our new field, so in the Murdoch Stadium. Mm-hmm. So that has been kind of fun for campus, and you know, it it you'll see the lights and the trucks and people walking around campus, and everybody speculates, you know, who's on campus now? What are we doing? <laughs> so it's it's been exciting for us to be able to open the campus and and to have that interest in coming to the campus. Wow, well, so that's kind of a that's fun facts. Very, yeah. Yes, very fun fact. very. Exciting. Very, very exciting. Uh, Joe, um, do you have some questions yes. you want to ask before we uh, – we have five well, minutes I, Yeah, Anne, I, you, mm-hmm. most people are just holding it in the back of their consciousness but can't quite believe that Los Angeles is going to get the Olympics in 2028. Mm-hmm. It really isn't that mm-hmm. far. I mean, it's just, what, uh, seven years from now – can you tell us a little bit about how El Camino is going to be involved in that? You know, it's a great question because our, um, I, you know, I, I can't divulge anything at this point, but I can say that every time we have a major sporting event occurring in Los Angeles, there is a lot of interest about using our stadium for practices, yeah. um, you know, just preparation for those big games. So I yes. am very hopeful uh, that and hopeful is not really even the right word because I just know that in past experiences, um, those big teams have enjoyed and those world class athletes have chosen, mm. you know, El Camino to prepare for those events. So, yeah, I, Joe, I think you're absolutely right. I think that we're with our proximity to, you know, SoFi right. Stadium and Dignity right. Health Sports Park and, you know, the new stadium that's being built um, uh, and, of course, um, uh, Staple Center, you know, we're so close to these major um, Olympic venues that I just, I'm, I'm really encouraged that, you know, we'll be on the short list of um, schools contacted for those, um, for those uses. But yeah, it's super exciting for us right. to have these beautiful, I mean, really world-class athletic buildings and um, fields. And it's, yeah, it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous campus. And, and so, yeah, great question. We're excited about the Olympics. I'm excited. Every, uh-huh. <laughs> Are you going to go to Olympics? Stay tuned, Joe. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yes, we will all I'm, be going I'm, in some way, shape, or form. 
Right, mm-hmm. right. It's going to be one I'm, great uh, coming out party for everybody. It's so it's seven years is 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 enough time for people to prepare, but um, mm-hmm. we have to remember that uh, you know 2020 was a very tough year for the Olympics. It finally got off mm-hmm. in Japan in 2021. Mm-hmm. <sighs> 2024, I don't yeah. know where it's going to be, Italy or someplace, but. Uh, Hopefully, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, we. I think Paris I think, um, actually. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, is it Paris? Yeah, that'd be great. Wow, nice. I think it is. Yeah, Andrea touched um, upon it a little bit, but we actually had, um, in addition to the Jonas Brothers do their programming, um, we had a, a public service announcement um, for the high jump for the Tokyo Olympics filmed mm-hmm. at the campus as well. So it was it was really fun to have that like Olympic buzz kind of on our campus right. too. You know, we could. Like, hey, I saw our campus during the Olympics while we were watching it, so it was fun. <laughs> I love it. Well, it's a testament to what um, you all have created there, and it is a beautiful campus, and uh, people want to use it for filming and for other things, and um, mm-hmm. th- there's no doubt why. It's it's fantastic. So, um, okay, we have one yes. minute left. Do you want to give us yes. contact information, what people should be looking for? where they can find events, what do you want to leave our listeners with? Well, I want to make sure that they stay on top of everything that's happening at El Camino, so feel free to visit elcamino.edu. Um, please look into becoming a student, um, telling your uh, your children to become students. Um, you know, they'll get the benefit of being, you know, just a beautiful education and, and a bright career. Andrea, would you like to add anything? I do. I just want to make a shameless plug that if anyone would like to support the Warrior Pantry or the Warrior Closet with monetary donations or donations of clothing or food for our students, um, you can go to um, elcamino.edu and search for the foundation, and all that information is on the foundation website. Um, We also raise money for scholarships and uh, other student support programs, and I'd be happy to meet and talk with anybody who's interested in helping our students and um, in their successful educational careers. So thank you. Thank you for letting me have a shameless plug. Thank <laughs> you. Of course. Okay, Joe, we got to wrap we it up. Love, we love El Camino College. We love the Marseille Auditorium, uh, the mm-hmm. performance uh, venue for the uh, uh, uh the community orchestra, the uh, Beach City Symphony. Um, it's just a wonderful campus. Um, we hope a lot of people will uh, will wake up and, and find a community college for their uh, children and, and choose El Camino. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you and, for remember. <laughs> right. And Thank M. O'Brien and Andrea Sala, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having Thank you, Joe and Kelly. Thank Have a good you. day. Bye-bye. You we'll too. see you Bye-bye. soon. Bye-bye, Kelly. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, Kelly. Bye.